The opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Fashion Friday. All right, so it is the end of Fashion Month, as I always like to call it, which is September into October. And it wrapped up in Paris, so you know what I'm going to talk about first. (laughs) Street style. It's my favorite street style. Um, In particular, Paris street style. I think I mentioned this before. I really love to see this, not so much, maybe New York too, but maybe because New York, I'm here, so I actually see it in person. And I kind of know what, you know, I live here, so I kind of know what to expect. And I never know what to expect from the street style scene in Paris and Milan. And that's why I'm always curious. So there was one trend that caught a lot of people's eyes, and uh, it's a little controversial, a little. Um, It's the mini skirt, or I should, I want to call it, they're calling it mini skirt. It's a micro mini. No question, it is a micro mini. Pictures, and I saw a lot of pictures, I'm like, oh, this isn't, it's mini, but there's micro. So this was on the streets of Paris. Um, you know, this whole Y2K sort of trend that has come back. It's This is, yeah, this is the trend now. 2000s, that's the trend, <laughs> which is like, oh, gosh, that's not, like, I can't even take that serious. I mean, come on. 2000, you can't, that's not vintage. I know technically it is, but come on. So um, is this trend for you? All right. Well, I have some tips on how you're going to wear this if you're going to venture into this trend. And it doesn't mean you have to do the micro. Maybe you say, oh, yeah, I've got great legs and I could do a mini skirt. Fair enough. By the way, I personally wear mini skirts once in a while, but very specific style, styled very specifically. And I always do an A-line or um, a pleated, pleated mini basically think of like a tennis skirt so it's that flared kind of flippy or something kind of poofy always that's if I'm going to do it that's how I do it we'll do it with tights or something so here's my tips if you're going to do um, a mini skirt and I you know I don't think that this okay micro mini might be the exception but I don't feel like this is uh I something that's an age trend. I feel like this could be ageless. I do. I feel like it's really up to your body proportions and your personal style. Um, Because think about it. There's no age for like a tennis skirt. Think of an older woman wearing a playing tennis. I understand she's playing tennis. Bob, you agree? You're shaking your head. Yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I didn't think I needed to say that, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I like that you're agreeing with me. So I wanted to point that out. But if you think of it like that, that's a mini skirt. A tennis skirt is a mini skirt, right? Okay. But when I think mini skirt, I guess I don't picture that. I picture something form fitting. Right. You see, that's what I'm, that's exactly my point. Mm. So it doesn't have to be. And which is, you know, again, that's what I'm saying. I don't wear the true and tried traditional mini skirt. Mm. I'll wear a skirt that is shorter. But I guess, um, right, if you say mini, I guess you have to think about what's mini to you. Like, what's the length? Micro mini to me is the one that's like just, what's the point? You might as well just be wearing your underwear or, you know, or a bathing suit. That's the one that's so tiny. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no point. It's silly. 
Um, but so we're seeing that and a regular mini skirt that's, you know, mid thigh, maybe a little longer. So it's basically, you know, few inches above your knees, not few inches, maybe four or five inches above your knees. But also, again, take into consideration proportions. Some people's legs are longer. Some people's legs are shorter. Mm-hmm. What's mini on me might not be on the next person and so forth. So, um, so a shorter skirt, let's call it that, something that is above the knee several inches above the knee and I think it's great style them with tights for the winter wear them with flat boots and even if it is a tight let's call it a tight like a denim skirt that's kind of fitted and it's a mini so let's picture that if we all kind of picture that if you pair that with tights and flat boots it gives it a different vibe it doesn't feel mini anymore it just feels almost uh you know denim it could feel western it could feel equestrian it could you know with a little flat um equestrian style boot mm. pair then pair it with like a cable knit sweater now it's kind of feeling you know or, or maybe it's like a more of a snowy boot maybe like a fluffier boot now it's feeling very aspen sort of um i also love it paired with a turtleneck and a trench coat so this think about that if you're wearing a shorter skirt and a knee boot turtleneck so you're showing more leg and then you're covering up the top half i mean you know i I always say pick one feature to expose if you're going to show skin pick one thing so it's either you know arms shoulders or the back or it's the leg or whatever or it's the midriff one thing and that's it Mm -hmm. so this is the way to do it turtleneck trench coat mini skirt maybe tights and then a boot or maybe it's just like a fun sneaker um and also here's a good tip Pleated skirts. So again, picture a tennis skirt, but done in a different fabric. So I've got tennis, what, what I'm calling tennis skirt. So it's meaning the shape and it's pleated in leather. I've got them in suede. It also, you could think of like a, you know, school uniform, like prep school, kind of the box pleated. Um, when it's done in black, it's going to look more chic. So it's not going to look so sporty and less athletic. Um, obviously if it's done in a plaid, then yes, it's going to seem like more of like a school uniform, you know, a la Britney Spears ish, which I stay, usually stay away from. Um, and then an A line suits everyone. So, and that again, you can play with length. So mini meaning what's mini to you, um, not micro, not, you know, almost up to your thigh, the top of your thigh. I'm talking about at some point, a few inches above your knee, whatever you're comfortable with. A-line to me is the best. And I also feel like I'm loving this look this season. The A-line skirt with a loafer. I love that. Now, would I wear it? No, because I don't wear loafers. They're too low for me. But I have friends that have worn this look. And it looks really, I think it looks nice. It looks fresh. It looks new. Um, yet it's not. So it's just like a little schoolgirlish. But it, again, it depends on how you're styling it. You're not wearing it with like little white socks, you know. Um, you're either wearing it with like a bare leg or maybe it's tights for the winter. And then some sort of maybe a, a thick cable knit sweater with a big roll neck, turtleneck type of thing. I don't know. I'm picturing couple different things um and then the suit skirt suits everyone so suit skirt meaning it's a matching jacket with a skirt i feel like this is super polished looking and um again this is a mini skirt with a matching uh jacket this could be office appropriate funny story years ago i was asked to do a uh to give a, a lecture at a women's event and it was all I was speaking to all people that worked in the insurance business. So everybody worked in an office from nine to five and there were all different age groups. And there were some 
clear ideas on what was appropriate from the audience on what was appropriate office workwear and what was not. And I didn't realize this, but I kind of got put on the spot and I realized it as it was happening. So I'm on stage, mic'd up and I'm talking, I'm going through my whole spiel. And we had a couple of models came up and they had examples on and they, and they wanted me to tell them if it was office, not office appropriate, but how I could, how could, could they change the look and kind of style it, whatever. And the girls that came had volunteered. I didn't choose them. So they were younger gals. I would say they were in their 20s. And the rest of the room was probably, I would say, over 40, 40 and over. So I gave this general rule of thumb. And I said, because someone said, well, how short is too short for the office? Like they were looking for like a hard and fast rule. And I was like, well, I can give you a guideline, but it really depends on, you know. So I said, well, all right, here's the general rule. You put your hands straight down, put your arms straight down on your side. And if your skirt is shorter than your longest finger, which is usually your middle finger, yeah, then it's too short. It should be like, you know, a couple of inches past your middle finger. Well, the girl that came up to have, as my example, failed this test on stage and I was like okay (laughs) do you have short arms what's going on here so and I was kind of like well this is an example again it's a rule and someone from the audience says but don't you think that that is inappropriate work wear for the you know for the office and this girl's face just turned beet red. I felt so bad for her because it was clear this woman did not like what she was wearing. Now, the girl looked fine to me. I thought she looked great. She was younger. Yes, it was a miniskirt, but I wasn't offended by it. She had flat shoes on with it. It didn't look like she, you know, and I don't remember, like, the material. It might have been, like, a tweed skirt. It wasn't like a micro mini leather skirt she was wearing with giant stilettos and a crop top, you know. <laughs> it wasn't like nightclub wear. And so I said, you know, I think this is perfectly fine. It's all subjective, yes, but um, I'm not offended by this. Maybe someone is, and I think if she, you know, is comfortable. I I just felt really felt bad for the girl on stage because she was beet red. And and it was just clear the way this woman asked the question, she wasn't approving. And she wanted me to back her up. And, uh, yeah, it was a little little tricky. So, anyway, you've got to feel comfortable in it. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what it is. If there's a question, then no, don't wear it. You know, there's plenty of other options to wear. That's why I'm saying this flared out type of skirt that I wear it could be the same length as a mini skirt that's fitted and I I'm I bet you mine would look longer or appear longer because it's fuller it's more material kind of flares out it's one of the reasons why I like wearing that style I don't I don't really care for tight and short I don't care for tight anything but um in a skirt so that's my tip for how to wear this trend if you're going to go ahead and do it so uh yeah it's uh one of those things that's iffy i think all right i'm gonna take a quick break and coming up after the break my ask the stylist segment i'll give you a hint it's gonna be about accessories you won't want to miss this stay tuned on 1490 wgch Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. 
by learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is. They'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, so recently I was asked a question and it led into a bigger conversation, and I thought I'd share it with you. So I'm calling this my Ask the Stylist segment. Um, this was asked by a – well, it wasn't a friend. It was actually someone it was a, someone that I had met at, at an event. So quick story. The other night I went to an event. So I told you about – I told Bob about this. Um, black tie event. First black tie event I've gone to in two years. I was very happy to be there and to be dressed up. Um, I did post a picture. I think there was a picture posted on my Instagram. I think it was in stories, but it will be posted in my feed probably in a, a week or so. So um, be sure and check that out because it was a really cool ball skirt. So ball gown, but it was a skirt version that I wore, and it was vegan leather with pockets. It was great. Anyway, so, um, you know, I was mingling, which I don't really like to do, and I don't think I'm very good at making small talk, but... I was there by myself, and I had no choice. So I saw two women talking. They were sitting on a sofa in front of a fireplace, and I thought, I'm just going to sit down next to them. So I did, and I looked over. I commented on the woman's bag. She had a bag that I, I actually own but a different version. So we started talking. Eventually, we got into what do you do. I told them what I do. Well, then the rest of the evening, well, not the rest of the evening, but the rest of the time sitting there, I thought, why? Well, I should have said I'm like a janitor or something. They were asking me, "This, what do you think about that girl? What do you, and I'm like, well, I'm not here to judge people. <laughs> but suddenly it turned into fashion police. So, you know, and then I had to turn around to look at who they were talking about. And I really hate doing that because it's so uncomfortable. It's been done to me. And you know, you know when someone's turning around to look at you. So I was trying not to make it obvious. I'm like, oh, gosh. So... So they asked me about one woman. She, don't you think that's too short? You know, I got that question. Don't you think that's not? One woman had on a short white dress. Now, she had a, an amazing body. She was definitely, I would say, over 40. Legs were great. The dress was really pretty, but it was white and it was satin and it was short. And this was an evening event in New York City that was black tie. So having that that criteria, right? Like those, uh, that information. Yeah. I thought that the dress was probably not the best choice. I said, well, I don't think she looks bad, but if I were dressing her, if she hired me, I would not put her in that, but fair enough. And they were like, fair enough. And the back was completely open and beautiful. Had all this beading on her back. I mean, it was really gorgeous, but I said, but I like the dress. I just wouldn't have put her in something white and short for a black tie event at night, you know, taking in all the factors. So Anyway, um, so the question came up of, uh, you know, what's something I would, I would never give up? Like, meaning, depending on what the trend, no matter what the trends are or aren't, like, what's, you know, my favorite thing? And right away I said, well, that's a broad question, but accessories for sure. So 
I talk about this a lot here on the show. You know, my love of accessories, my my theory is, and I'm going to quote Iris Apfel, more is more and less is a bore. That's always been my theory, which I love. And that's not every day. I mean, I don't wear piles of jewelry every day, but often I will wear something sim- a little simpler. And how I put my twist to it, personalize it, is I just wear a lot of jewelry. Lots of necklaces or bracelets, mostly necklaces, bracelets, rings. Sometimes I feel like a pirate. I'm wearing like a ring on every finger. That's what I like. So I said that and I thought, you know, I'd share that with you. Some things that I think are really worth holding on to and expressing uh, and investing money into. So whatever your budget is. The first thing, for, I divided it up, by the way, between shoes and bags. I didn't even get to jewelry because that's got to be its own show. Um, so bags. Here's the one thing I would say. I would say a quality leather tote bag is absolutely something I could never give up. And I have, over time, I, I've had different ones. I still have, like, the really good ones. My I have one. It's a the brand is Goyard. That's a designer bag. I have got probably, my husband bought it for me at least 10 years ago. Still own it. Won't ever give it up. That's definitely something worth keeping. I've got a couple. Of, now, I have purchased, you know, inexpensive tote bags as well. But the good ones I hold on to. And something, I would say, buy the best your wallet allows. So it doesn't have to be designer, but if you can afford it, Invest in like a quality brand that does leather goods. Um, you know, maybe it's even a luggage brand. I'm thinking of Tumi or somewhere that does good quality leather. Um, it doesn't have to be Gucci or Prada, but it could be, you know, a brand that just does something well. And you'll have it forever. So what's the saying? I, lo- I love the saying. Uh, buy the best and cry once. <laughs> I love that saying. Um, the other thing is... A classic shoulder bag. So I realized this is something also worth investing in. But again, whatever your budget allows doesn't have to be. But I'll use the example of a Chanel bag. Now, this is the creme de la creme. This is probably one of the most expensive bags. But a classic shoulder bag, something that just sits on your shoulder. Maybe the strap is shorter. Maybe it's longer, depending on where you like to wear your bag or how you like to wear your bag. But something that's classic and not in a trendy style, not in a trendy color, just classic, whether it's black or it's brown or it's gray or it's white. Something big enough for you to hold your stuff, but not oversized and not too small. So totally worth the investment. Uh, Also on my list was a beaded evening clutch. This is something I could never give up, for sure. And this is something I always use. The other night when I was out at this event, I carried a beaded clutch. In fact, I had a picture of it on my Instagram. Um, And that clutch was, I don't even know how old, probably 15 years old. Um, Looks like brand new. Again, it's an evening clutch, so I don't carry it that often. But when I need it, I've got it. And it was black with... um, gold and silver beading on it so it really could have it didn't matter what jewelry I was wearing and I happened to be wearing black that evening so it worked and lastly on my list is a travel crossbody bag for sure could never give up I think this might be my go-to accessory and when I say travel crossbody yes but I say travel because different crossbodies sit differently on your body, depending on your proportions. So some crossbodies, I always say this, like I have to try it on in the store to see if it's comfortable. Sometimes they make crossbodies that are too big and they should not be a crossbody. It's almost like you need to be carrying it or it sticks out too much or it's just the wrong shape and size for your body. Maybe it's more horizontal than it is vertical. So that's why I say travel. And I'll say this. I own uh, a Tumi. Is this a Tumi? 
Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's Ferragamo. Ferragamo. I'm thinking to me because I bought it at the airport. I own a Ferragamo bag for years now, and then I went and bought a second one at one point. And it really is the perfect size. It's about eight by ten, leather bag, thick seat. They call it a seatbelt strap, so it's thick like the looks like a seatbelt strap, and so it's comfortable on my shoulder. It's just. It's not too small. It's not too big, and it's very flat. It almost looks like a notebook. You know, like thin, like a. But it carries what I need to carry on my body in airports, traveling. It's not, you know, is it, yes, it's a designer bag, but it's not the crazy, crazy expensive ones. And it's also not an it bag by any means. Um, I think Ferragamo's more, a little more understated with their leather products. And um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be fearful, like, traveling with it. It's not like, oh, my gosh, that's a hot bag right now. Um, and, it's again, it's comfortable. So that's my go-to. So have a bag, whatever brand it is, whatever, if it's no brand, um, it's something that is just comfortable and the right size and proportion for your body. I think that's important. So that's why I say travel. By the way, travel could mean your commute. You know, or just moving about town, running errands. Travel is just moving to me. It doesn't have to be actually flying somewhere or, you know, even if you're uh, taking a road trip, something that's comfortable, you can get in and out of the car with, and something that is big enough. And then, by the way, if we're talking about travel travel, as in airplane travel, I then will take a tote and throw, sometimes I'll throw that crossbody into the tote and just, you know, once I board the plane and then it's all kind of tucked away. And um, I like to also sometimes when I'm on the plane, I'm digressing. I like to, if my crossbody bag is small enough and flat enough, I kind of like to keep it next to me in the seat, which I guess you're not really supposed to do. You're supposed to put it under the seat in front of you. But if I don't have that much stuff in it, I sneak it next to me and then I'll have like, you know, my coat on my lap or a blanket and then I keep my stuff just because I like to keep my chapstick and my tissues and whatever else I need, especially having a face mask on, you know, I like to, or mints or whatever. I just like to have it right next to me. (laughs) Also, one time I put my, it was a tote bag. It was an expensive tote bag, and I put it under the seat in front of me like I was supposed to. As a matter of fact, this is it was still fairly new. And some point when I went, reached under to get it, when we landed, it was f- soaked with Coca-Cola because somebody in front of me, a few rows in front of me, set a Coke down on the floor. On the floor. Why would you do that, I guess? And it, it rolled and just, yes, all over my new expensive I had it cleaned, thank God, but I was so upset. So ever since then, I'm a little leery about putting my stuff under the seat in front of me. I think, is somebody, is something going to roll back? Is, some, is somebody going to have something again? I mean, so anyway, okay, back to my list. Um, let's get to shoes. So that was bags. Shoes I would never, ever give up. Classic pumps, top of the list. And by a pump, I mean a closed toe shoe, high heel, whatever you're, for me, it's four or five inches at least. But even if you have a smaller heel, that's fine in a solid color and in a bold color. So whether it's black or gray or whatever, and then a red, <clears throat> excuse me, or an orange or whatever the bold color you want to do. Classic pumps for sure, not giving up. Next on my list, chunky boots. You know, I love this. Um, chunky boots are becoming for me, almost my go-to boot. Uh, I started wearing them maybe, I don't know, two weeks ago. It's now the fall and I started wearing them. I'm not wearing them every day yet, but I realized that's become my everyday shoe. It's great. I mean, this will take me into the winter other than if it's snowing, I can really wear like, you know, it's a flat boot, but it's chunky. So it's got like a lug sole. So if it gives me that a little bit of a lift, I don't feel super flat. 
IE super short, or, or I should say AKA super short. And, um, I like it. It's a little military vibe. It goes with almost everything I wear. Not everything, but you know, everything casual it goes with. Also on my list, platform heels. Of course, I'm going to add this. How could I not? For me, this is the hero in my shoe collection is a platform heel will always be forever. And I always say this, you know, you can add another two inches at least to the heel if you've got a platform under the forefoot right? You can easily, it makes it comfortable. And I think most people don't realize that. They'll say, oh my gosh, your heels are so, you know, I'll wear it like a six inch heel, but it's a thick heel. So it gives you support under your heel, under your weight. And then the first, the front part of your foot has a, like a two inch, three inch platform. Well, suddenly the pitch of your foot is not even, but it's almost even. It's a lot different. You're not really like walking on your tiptoes. You don't have that feeling. It actually feels comfortable and supported. So a platform heel for sure in every possible color and fabric and leather you can imagine. Uh, also on my list, you might be surprised by this one, a tennis sneaker. Yes, a good, and I'm talking flat, good old-fashioned little Keds or whatever you want to call it, um, tennis sneaker. Why? I think that this really goes a long way. It's good to have like one pair. I can't say I wear tennis sneakers often, but I feel like this is something that's just like a good state. It's like a white shirt, you know, you'll need it and it could go with different things. Um, also good for travel. Like I'm thinking walking around sightseeing, you might, might feel comfortable in a tennis sneaker. And then last on my list, strappy high heel sandals. So I'm talking evening wear. So I say high heel and strappy, not to be confused with like a low flat strappy sandal. I'm talking something for evening wear, something that's very delicate that you could wear with an evening dress. Definitely can't ever give this up and something I will always have in my closet. Um, This happened to me the other night when I went to my black tie event. I thought, oh, what shoe? You know, this is, I haven't worn evening heels in a long time. I've worn heels, but not really, you know, they're more casual daytime heels for sure. Um, so it was the first time I put on, I had a strappy, there were velvet straps, open toe, very high heel and very comfortable because they did have a platform. <laughs> um, so the, those are my choices and those are my uh, accessories that I could never give up regardless of trends, regardless of style. Um, and also happen to be things I think are worth investing in if you can. And again, buy the best your money can buy and then you'll have it forever. And if you buy it, you know, something classic, it won't go out of style. You'll always feel comfortable. You'll always have it in your toolbox, as I like to say. Um, yeah, so those are those are my choices. Um, next week, I want to talk about color and I'm also going to dig into jewelry as well and a couple of things of uh, colors and pattern and mixing and also jewelry, jewelry that I've had forever that I think is worth investing and styles of jewelry, not particular pieces, but sort of some styles, because I feel like that's a broad topic. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. And um, some trends for the guys we're going to talk about. I was thinking about this. I've seen a couple of examples, a couple of interesting things where I was shopping recently for a gift. Um, So we're going to have that coming up next week or the weeks after. Trends for guys, some fall looks, and some holiday looks as well so you won't want to miss that thanks for joining me join me next week for fashion friday on 1490 wgch
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The leaders of the Senate were happy Thursday with their deal to avoid a debt default. They were about the only ones. The partisan Senate vote was 50 to 48, passing an agreement to